Hello and welcome back to Collector and Son. Back again in 2022. I'm your host, John, and with me as always is my old man. This is Bob the Collector. And even in the new year, Collector, those fans are still here and they're in full force as always. I think they're not just here, but I think they've doubled in size over the year. Yes, I believe they have, and I don't blame them, the Collector. Always doing his best to give the fans what they want. So, in today's episode, it's going to be kind of a miscellaneous and discombobulated episode, but we're definitely going to discuss the Harmon Hunt, as you may have your eye on something. <laughs> uh, from what I've heard, a big moment, a big purchase in the Harmon Hunt may be on its way. And then we're going to discuss kind of the NFL Hall of Famers. We've talked about it before, but this is going to be more know people that we've met and have autographs from and who we think deserves it so without further ado collector why don't we open this box let's do it all right so don't keep the fans waiting the Harmon hunt what's been going on (laughs) oh not too much I mean it's you got me thinking last week and I kind of had a revelation like the 1955 rookie card was always out of my price range you know because you're looking at you know, thousands of dollars or over 500 bucks. And I don't plan on spending that kind of money, but I started to think, well, I just want to have a card from each year. What'd be wrong with like a PSA one or two? So I actually looked on eBay and I found a couple and they were under a hundred dollars. Not much, but I'm just kind of keeping an eye on them right now and seeing if uh, it might be something. And they're graded. So we know that they're legit? There was one or two that weren't. Uh, those are kind of, you know, they look a little beat up, so a little too much in terms of being beat up. But I thought there was, I thought I saw one that I put on my watch list that was a 2 and maybe even a 1.5. But I just looked, you know, just before this started, and there was a 1.5 PSA grade that was over $200 they wanted for it. So I'm, like, I'm not going to pay that much for a PSA 1.5. But... I thought I saw one just yesterday. Like I said, for under 100. So I'll keep my eye on it. Did Did you check the... I didn't look that closely yet. But so you are thinking of doing it. Well, we'll see if it can, you know, maybe make... If it's one of those make an offer, I might do do something like that. If I think about it a little bit more. But I'm, you know... Last year, I thought, well, this is out of reach. I'm never going to be able to get the 1955 rookie card. But now I'm thinking, well, maybe if I don't care about the condition that much. And like you said, it's graded, so I know it's authentic. Um, It's still a nice card, I think. So you never know. So that might be coming in the near future. So that would be the, the big piece there. If you were to get that, you'd be pretty close to the end then because that's going to be the... The piece of resistance. So well, speak. that's the most expensive one, of course, but there's still quite a few that I have to collect. But nothing is going to be in that that price range, so hopefully I can get them for reasonable prices. Again, not worrying. I'm not going to be getting tens because anything that's PSA ten is going to be probably you know a thousand dollars plus. Right, and 
you don't have that kind of money no. yet. We, the 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 podcast and the YouTube channel haven't <coughs> blown up yet. Yeah, and you're not paying level. me yet, so. Correct. Yes, <laughs> you're working for free. But yeah, that's that's pretty cool. I'm glad we kind of have a little bit of movement on it, and yeah, we'll see. You know, maybe I'll get something here in the near future, and then. Then, yeah, like you said, that's the big piece. Once that one's down, then everything else should be much easier to to grab. The 1956 will be tough again. Um, you know, a second-year card. Yeah. Yeah, but, hey, I mean, movement is movement, and maybe we'll get lucky in a hit parade one of these days, and you can snag yourself a Harmon or... Yeah, when are we getting that? Well, they don't ship until... January 14th, so we have a little bit of ways to wait, but that will be a lot of fun. I'm excited for that, and, you know, we've been waiting for it here. We got you two hit parade boxes, some old school baseball, and then I got a Dunruss uh, blaster box, which are really cool. There's cool um, cards in that as well, so maybe we'll get lucky in one of those, and we are fast approaching 50 subscribers, so we're going to have to come up with a giveaway here on the YouTube channel shortly, so if you haven't co- if you haven't gone over and subscribed to our YouTube channel, at Collector and Son, you can do that. It's real simple. Yeah, especially there's an incentive for a giveaway. Yeah, we got to think of what we want to do for that giveaway, but I'm sure it will be something nice. Absolutely. Only do something nice and, you know, high quality, so it'll be a good item. Without a doubt. All right, so the Harmon Hunt has some movement. What would you do after you finish the Harmon Hunt, or when you finish the Harmon <laughs> Hunt, I should say? Well, like I said, it's going to be a and probably year-long process. Uh, probably move on to Bart Star. Bart Star. That'll be the next guy, because you kind of got me interested in Bart Star last year. Yeah, when I was going for all my Packer quarterbacks. Yeah, so... I would have to, I've got one Bart Star. I know of maybe two. Um, the one I have is from the 60s, the 1960s era, and it's got a crease in it, so it's not great. But other than that, it's a nice card. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So that'll be the next guy then. And I like how you're choosing guys that we met in our lifetime and how they were very nice individuals. Oh, two of the nicest guys of all time. Yeah, that's I mean, that's pretty cool. Yeah, if you had to put a Mount Rushmore of nicest guys we met, yeah, they're definitely in there. Yeah, I think to me at least the Mount Rushmore of nicest guys we've met. It's hard to put them all up there, but it's got to be in no particular order: Harmon Killebrew, Bart Starr, Latroy Hawkins, who was kind enough to be on this podcast with us, and probably for me. Eddie Gordardo has to be on there as oh, well. Eddie, yeah, very nice guy. Brooks Robinson was extremely yeah, nice. Yeah, he was really nice too. Uh, boy, there's so many. Um, you know, you, Ray Lewis was a great guy. I think we've talked about that. Uh, Eric Dickerson. Um, Magic Johnson. Yeah. So, yeah, there's there's quite a variety of Daryl Strawberry. Yeah. Got a chance to talk to him. That's in one of our vlogs on the YouTube channel. About a home run he hit while at Wade Stadium, which is in Duluth, Minnesota, and that's where I did my broadcasting uh, this past summer for their 
baseball team up there. So that was pretty cool to have a conversation with him. And, of course, he remembers it. It is quite a legendary home run. Yeah, I think that's one of those things that we talked about afterwards. If you're at that level, you'll probably remember all your home runs. I don't know if you remember all of oh, them, but probably most of them. <laughs> I like a pitcher. Well, you know, you strike out, you probably have. So I don't know. I wonder. That's a good question. Do you, or a receiver getting a touchdown, can you go back to in 2013? I got my, you know, 10th touchdown of the season, whatever. Can you remember it in detail? Probably if it's a memorable one that you hear about all the time or yeah. see on TV all the time. Could be. But, yeah. That's pretty cool. So Bart Starr would follow Harmon. Do you ha- have you thought far enough in the future to when you finish Bart Starr, who would be the next one? Mm. <laughs> no. Uh, I mean, Mickey Mantle would be the dream, but that's probably never going to happen. That would be from a hit parade box. Just <laughs> keep an eye on the YouTube channel. Yeah, if we ever hit one of those hit parades. Yes. All right, well, we can move on to the NFL Hall of Fame and who – our nominees, and who will hopefully get in. So mm-hmm. I know one guy in particular that we have a lot of autograph stuff from, and I am a big fan of. He's probably my favorite player of all time, and that is the Green Bay Packer legend. That is Leroy Butler, and he was our memorabilia Monday episode this Monday. So again, if you haven't been over to the YouTube channel, go over there, check it out. It's actually something from my collection and not the collector's collection this time. Yeah, you had a few items. There's another guy that could go on the Mount Rushmore of nice guys. Oh, yeah. He's awesome. And, you know, I really hope that he can get in this year. And I, I briefly mentioned it on the the Memorabilia Monday. But just, you know, taking a look at his statistics and his career, the 38 interceptions – the 20-and-a-half sacks, the 13 forced fumbles, and then you go over to somebody like Steve Atwater. Who's a good player. Who's I mean, a great player, deserves to be in the Hall of Fame, don't get me wrong. But when you look at his statistics, 24 interceptions, only six forced fumbles, and in terms of sacks, he only had five. So wow. you wow. look at Leroy's wow. statistics versus Steve Atwater's statistics, and of that course is amazing. I didn't realize that. Leroy Butler also won a Super Bowl. So that also adds to his resume. Did Atwater with the Broncos? He must have, yeah. When did he play? He played from 89 to 99. This is Atwater? Yes. Yeah, then he would have won a Super Bowl. It was with Denver. And then you go to somebody like Troy Polamalu, who is arguably you know, one of the best safeties of all time, You know, my era of safety. And again, a fantastic player, deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. 32 interceptions. What did Butler have? 38. 38. Wow. He had 14 forced fumbles. Butler had 13, so pretty close there. And then in terms of sacks, Butler had 20 and a half in his career, and Palomalu had 12. Yeah, coming as a safety, didn't get that many sacks. Yeah, I mentioned this in memory really Monday, but I always remember him coming on those safety blitzes, and boy, it seemed to work every time. He always got to the quarterback, to my memory. So it just... It kind of boggles the mind for me, and maybe I'm biased being a Packer fan and a Leroy Butler fan. I mentioned he's my idol, that he's not in the Hall of Fame. With statistics like that compared to the other two at the at his same position, it just seems a bit harsh. Yeah, and he also did the Lambo Leap. He graded that. Yep. 
which is such a great moment when you think about it. And I'm assuming, and I'm 99% sure it was a pick six, and just with the emotion, just jumped into the stands. And, you know, that used to be a Lambo leap thing just in Green Bay. Now it's just about every team you see them doing that. Yeah, a bunch of copycats. <laughs> but well, you know what they say. Imitation's a nice form of flattery. Yep. Exactly. So I think, personally, Leroy Butler deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. And there's some other guys on the list, too, that might make it. You know, when I looked at the list last couple years, they were no-brainers. Peyton Manning, Charles Woodson. These are, you know, no doubters they were going to make it. This year, I don't really see anybody that's like, uh, other than Butler, is a no-brainer. Boselli, maybe, Tony Boselli. He was a pretty good, you know, offensive lineman. I could, I, I thought he was already in it actually, so I could see that. But I mean, nobody else on the list really stands out for me. I mean, they're all good players, but I'm not sure if they're Hall of Fame their caliber. You know, I was a little surprised to see that Steve Smith didn't make it as a finalist this year either, because yeah, he was one surprising. that I kind of thought yeah. might have a chance. Was this his first year? I believe so. It's always been tough for receivers to get in, so maybe that's part of it. But yeah, I mean, Torrey Holt, Andre Johnson, Devin Hester, Reggie Wayne, Demarcus Ware, Richard Seymour, Patrick Willis. I mean, this is essentially my era that I grew up watching of football. And it's weird now looking at it, you know, without looking at their stats, and you look at him and you're like, I, that's weird. I never really saw him as that good of a player for that long, but as you're watching it and growing up as a fan, you don't really pay attention to how good some of these players are. Right, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that could be part of it. I think, you know, there's no quarterback on there this year, and maybe that's our oh, that's running true, back. Yeah. And those are the guys that stand out like, oh, they're a no-brainer, the quarterback or running back. Speaking of this real quickly, uh, quarterback that could be very well be his last year in the NFL. Uh, ben Roethlisberger. I think it's going to be. Has, it, has he announced it? Didn't he say this will be my last game at Pittsburgh tonight? I think he or did. So football? I'm I'm a, I'm gonna go out on a limb. You know, nothing official yet, but I'm guessing it's his last season, and he's gonna be retiring. Do you think he's a guy who deserves to be in the Hall of Fame? I'm guessing he will be. I you know he was pretty good for quite a few years. Two Super Bowls, if I'm not mistaken. Has he got two? Wow. Yeah, so I could see that, and he, uh, not to mention the fact that he could not be brought down. I mean, it was so hard to sack that guy. Yeah, he is quite the warrior. Yeah, I mean, he's, you can see it now, I mean, that he's he's at the end of his career, and yeah, it's probably time. I assume he wouldn't be a full-size helmet guy for you, but probably you, not. if he was at a show, would he be a mini helmet guy for you? Mm, if he's in the Hall of Fame, possibly. I always have trouble with the Steelers helmets because... Got to use a silver sharpie. <laughs> silver <laughs> you know, sharpies uh, for the win. <laughs> Although I think we figured it out that you don't use silver sharpies anymore. You use those paint pens and they come out pretty nice, like the Lawrence Taylor helmet. Um, he doesn't have the best autograph. It's kind of a mess. It's just kind of a Ben and then an R and a seven. Nice. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I don't know. We, we'll, it depends on the price. I'm guessing it'll be pretty pricey at first. Yeah, probably. When is uh, Eli coming out? Eli Manning. Oh, that's a good question. For the question. Hall of Fame. I wonder if he's coming up in the next year or two. Well, when did he retire? It's been, what, two or three years now? Yeah, I think definitely five years. So it's 
probably going to be a couple more years. Yeah. He'll probably make it, don't you think? Yeah, I think so. If not, he'll make it as, as a Hall of Fame broadcaster. Because he's got Eli Manning. Just kidding, but all the Monday Night Football stuff that he does is pretty great. So <laughs> that well, and I mean, how many Super Bowls did he win? I think he won two, and they were underdogs, and I'm guessing both of them. Yeah, because of him. No, <laughs> I'm just kidding. He was no. a great quarterback. Yeah, he's got a nice autograph. Yeah. Speaking of Hall of Fame broadcasters and Hall of Fame players, you know, since the last time we recorded a podcast, the legendary John Madden has passed away, and that that's a rough one for not only the football community but me as a broadcaster oh, for the right. broadcasting community he was so legendary and such a good broadcaster and i think back to growing up and playing his madden video games and how <laughs> oh. that kind of taught me how to call games and fall in love with broadcasting i was saying most recently to kind of tune up for my broadcasting stint in Duluth, my friend, Dernier Games and Cards, he plays on Twitch, he plays Madden, Madden franchises, and he was playing his game, and I would turn on the the broadcast and turn my volume down on my phone, and then I would broadcast the game while I was in a PlayStation party with him. So that was that was always fun, and it was a good tune-up, and he enjoyed it. So if you guys are into that, you can go check him out on Twitch. And I believe his Twitch channel is Sweezy Tokes. <laughs> All right. Um, well, and do you remember Madden at all? I mean, as a broadcaster? Yes. He was, yeah, he was great. I just, he was so entertaining. I mean, it was just, I don't know if there would be another guy like him. I don't, I don't just, think the so. The way he described the, and he just loved the game and he knew so much about it. And yeah, I've been reading some stories about him. Peter King had a, Pretty good write up on him today in his uh, his Monday morning report, and just when he got to ride on the Madden bus and just across like from California to New York, and had three days with him, just uh, it was amazing. I'm just the description yeah, I might of I might have to read that now. Now that you bring yeah, that up that's pretty cool. He was really a well read guy and intelligent and. Just a great guy, I guess he was just yeah. It's one of those guys I wish we could have met. I would have loved. I was gonna to say him. that's the one that slipped away. You know that yeah, he didn't do any shows. Yeah, but he was great with fans. It sounds like you know whenever they get off the bus or at a stadium, he was always outgoing. Yeah, that's one guy I think I would have loved to meet. Mm-hmm, definitely, he's on the list, and Bob Costas, who you didn't meet. I Bob. have had the pleasure of meeting, but now I'd yep. like to meet him as an adult, where you know I couldn't remember <laughs> the meeting i guess there's very little that i remember <laughs> from that first meeting so well that was one of the memorabilia mondays your bob costas signed baseball saying where you you know personalize it to john a great baseball mind or great baseball fan something like that bob costas the one question is would you want to meet joe buck or troy aikman well we've met aikman well i mean <laughs> okay would you want to meet joe buck i wouldn't I mean, if he was there, sure, get him signed a baseball or something, but it wouldn't go to my way, I guess. Yeah. Now, the, I know uh, a lot of people aren't fans of Joe Buck. He's, I feel like he's a he's a good broadcaster. I can't hate, but I don't know. Some maybe it's just more his partner Troy. <laughs> I don't <laughs> know. <laughs> well, we always see bias in there being Packer fans. We always think that Aikman is always against the Packers. Consent was 
Since well, that was his number one especially rivalry, when probably they play the, the Cowboys. Yeah, in the mid nineties. <laughs> but that's just us being crazy Packer fans and crazy <laughs> Packer owners. Yes, we have the piece of paper and it is awesome. Yes, you gotta have that. Yep, we're both owners of the team. So again, you know, a big loss for the sports and the football community as well as the broadcasting community and John Madden will be missed, but he won't be forgotten. Oh, absolutely, yeah. You can never forget that guy. Yeah, he was he was pretty good. So many, you know, memorable calls. I know there's one at, with Favre and when he threw it to Antonio <laughs> Freeman and just the way that he described how how hard he threw that that ball, I believe <laughs> the description was he put all the cheese on that brat. As, <laughs> yeah, as it sounds he, like a yeah, maddenism. Just so great. <laughs> so, again, a legendary broadcaster that will be missed. Yep. And coach. I mean, people forget about that. You know, you think of how oh, good of a broadcaster yeah. he is, but he was a heck of a coach as well. I think he had the best winning percentage of any coach that had – you know, coached in over 100 games or something of all, all time. And I think that's one thing Peter King brought up is that he retired at the age of 42, I believe, from coaching. He's like, oh, I'm done. And he never looked back. Never went back to coaching, you know, where these other guys are coaching to their you know, 70, year old, 70 years old. Yeah. And he he hung it up and when he was 42. And what a, you know, great career he had after that with uh, broadcasting and everything else. Yeah. So, Collector, do you have anything else you'd like to add? Well, I think talking about the Hall of Fame, um, of course, Madden's in the Hall of Fame, uh, but you might be soon. Maybe. <laughs> so the if you haven't noticed or uh, checked out anything on the Memorabilia Monday, there is the Packers Fan Hall of Fame, and you are a finalist. You're one of ten. And the... Final decision will be made after this month in February. You'll find out if you made the Hall of Fame. And um, it's based on voting, and then the Packer committee uh, decides as well. But fan voting is half the, you know, accounts for half of the the decision as to who makes it. And if you would like, if anybody would like to vote for you and read your story, see a picture, picture of you at the Packer game, you just have to go to Packers.com slash fans. Slash fan dash all dash of dash fame. Or just go to Packers.com and search for Fan Hall of Fame or just search for Fan Hall of Fame Packers in your name. Yeah, well, if you guys would like to vote for me to be a Hall of Famer uh, and be enshrined in Lambeau Field. um, Wouldn't that be cool? That would be pretty awesome, and we'd very much appreciate it. All you have to do is go there and, Put your email address in and then vote for John, and that's it. Yeah, yeah. It's that easy. Yeah, definitely. It's uh, it'd be quite the honor, and you can vote daily, it sounds like. So So I think we'd definitely appreciate any voting that you could do. Absolutely. So just thank you in advance if you decide to go over there and vote. We appreciate it. Absolutely, yep. You know, one thing I am changing subject a little bit. We're talking about autographs, and I'm kind of waiting for the uh, Chicago Sports Spectacular. It's supposed to be announcing their March, um, the March lineup as to who's going to be there. So hopefully, we'll be hearing that soon. That's going to be in mid 
like March 18th, I think. Yeah, that will give us something cool to talk about on the podcast. And I would think that should be coming up. We'll see the first guest announced, not this week, next week, because they originally had said they would have it around the end of December. So I'm guessing we'll know something here in the next week or two. It's usually announced at least two months before. So that's about where we're at. Yeah. And, you know, that also brings up maybe we'll get some more cards graded when we're there as well. Yeah, hopefully uh, Beck and PSA will be there. Or uh, Speaking of that, how's your card doing? In Still CSG? scheduled for grading. Um, they did say when I dropped it off that it was going to be an 85-day turnaround. So I think when did we drop it off? When were, when were we there? November? November 20th, right around there. Okay, so we still have a long way to wait. Well, you know, Beck had told us it would be... Yes, like five, but six I didn't weeks pay, and we got it in like I a week. I don't know. I, I mean, I paid the cheapest possible, so you never know. Yeah, well, I didn't ask for expedited grading either, so I, I just I still can't believe we got that thing within two weeks. But, hey, I mean, Zach Wilson, he's starting to turn it around hey, a bit. he's looking pretty good. Yeah, he almost beat the, the Buccaneers, and if it wasn't for uh, Tom Brady kind of torching his defense at the end, he would have, so. Yeah, he had a solid game. Yeah, I mean, 234 and a TD, 89.7 passer rating. He's getting better as he's going along, and he's losing more and more key starters. Yeah, but look at the Jets of four wins this year compared to what they had last year, one or two, probably two. I believe two, yeah. Yeah. Or did they have one? Was it? Well, Jacksonville had the number one pick. Right. Yeah, they might have just, I don't know, maybe it was a tiebreaker. But, yeah, he's getting better, so. Do you think he has a chance, any Rookie of the Year votes? No. You don't think he'll get any? He won't be Rookie of the Year, but do you think he'll get any votes? No, that's going to be Mac Jones. Or, well, how about? Jamar Chase. They're going to hog it. Yeah, I think it's going to be Chase, don't you think? It has to be. Although Mac Jones has been been outrageously good as well, so. Yeah, but I think (laughs) Chase's numbers just from yesterday alone, holy smokes. Outrageous. And he had another game that was over 200 yards. However, you know, they like to give awards to quarterbacks. So, Well, that's, and that brings up the MVP this year, is it? And it's a four-man race is what I heard. And that's Aaron Rodgers is kind of leading it. But Tom Brady has more touchdowns. Given that Rodgers will probably play against Detroit, he's going to win the MVP. But is he going to play? Yes. Well, he said today that. he's going to play. So, But maybe just a half? I don't know how long, but... I don't think Jonathan Taylor will win it. The Colts might even miss the playoffs. So, yeah. Yeah, well, he's having a heck of a year. He had over 100 yards this last week, too. I mean, he's at about 1,800 yards. So he's in the running. And then another one that just I found out about today, I didn't even think of it. but Joe, it makes Joe. Joe Burrow. Yep. Yeah, yeah I mean, he's been year. scorching the earth these last two weeks with his best friend, Jamar Chase. So. Yeah, I think that would be his best friend. It's funny, too, because everybody said all the Bengals fans wanted the tackle because they said, you know, Joe Burrow can throw to anybody as long as he has time. And the Bengals took Jamar Chase. And well. <laughs> the preseason runs like he's a bust. Yeah, I mean, Joe Burrow with one game to go is 4,611 yards, 34 TDs, and 14 picks. So not a bad and the AFC North champions. So that's similar to Brady's numbers because like, I saw the stats on Brady yesterday, and compared to Rodgers, and like I said, 
Brady has more touchdowns, more yards, but he has more interceptions too. But yeah, those are similar numbers to to Brady, I think. Well, Rodgers against the NFC North has 36 touchdowns and zero interceptions in his last two seasons, or maybe <laughs> wow. since Lafleur took over. Yeah. So he's that's been, amazing. Yeah. All right, Collector. Well, do you have anything else you would like to add? I don't think so. You know, off to a kind of exciting 2022, and hopefully the Packers can, you know, get past that NFC Championship game and make it to the Super Bowl this year. And then, well, then hopefully, because this happens a lot at the shows, is the Super Bowl team, not the whole team, but a good chunk of them will go to a show and sign autographs. That's where we did get a Packer helmet signed after their super their last Super Bowl, and I think mm-hmm. we've got like a dozen signatures on it. Yep. I, again, not everybody, but um, probably about fifteen of the players were actually at the at well, the show. If I remember correctly, we got James Starks, Sam Shields, Clay Matthews, Jermichael Finley, yep, and then I kind of forget who we got. Mason Crosby, Mason Crosby, hmm. left tackle or right tackle. Rookie that year. Oh, Brian Bulaga. Yep. Iowa. And did you say Clay Matthews? Yep. Oh, who else did we get? Who? Oh, Sam Shields. I said that. Oh, you did. Okay. But I, I believe we got about ten. Yes, and we did add Donald Driver at a future at a uh, a show that was like a year or two later. Another nice guy. Yeah, very nice. Yeah. So we had Driver. Who else was it? Uh oh, uh, B.J. Raji. Oh yeah, B.J. Raji. That's another one. Yeah, we'll have to look at that helmet again and see. Maybe bring it out for the Packers if they make it to the Super Bowl. That'd, be, a pretty, memorabilia that'd Monday. be pretty sweet. So again, keep an eye on Memorabilia Monday and keep an eye on us on social media. So I think that wraps up another episode of Collector and Son. If you want to follow us, you can follow us on Facebook at Collector and Son. Twitter at collector underscore n underscore sun. Instagram at collector underscore and underscore sun. And remember to go over to our YouTube channel at collector and sun and subscribe. We are two away from 50. Two. We started out 2022 already getting a subscriber. So it's been a good start to 2022. Let's keep it rolling. And until next time, remember to keep it mint. Keep it gem mint just like the Jordy Nelson autograph that's also on that helmet ah yes jordy (laughs) one of the packer legends and one of aaron Rodgers' favorite targets yes and until next time we'll see you later all right bye